Canada has been completely ignored on this field. Right. There's not a single restaurant. We've got a lot of great restaurants in Canada, yeah. not just in Toronto, all over yeah. Canada. Yeah. Not a single Michelin star has been awarded in Canada. Totally. totally. Um, and yet we're pushing for one for a and bar. And you're yeah. for a bar. Whiskey, whiskey. The singer's getting sore. We raise the roof now when we're lower in the floor. The band is blistered, but we got a little more. When I say one, two, you say three, four. One, two, three, four. Uh, welcome to Whiskey Topic. I'm Mark Bylock. And I'm Jamie Johnson. And uh, today we're at a bar, Jamie. This is yeah, unusual this is for weird. us. We're never at a never bar. Never at a bar. This um, never happens. I, I feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're here. Uh, we we want to hear promote a little bit of Toronto content here. Because I think when people travel to Toronto, the first question we get is what bar to hang out at. Yes. You want to recommend a bar that's doing something unique in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of bars here that do similar things to San Francisco, to New York City. It's like, yeah, if you come from San Fran, there's bars you'll love. Right. Uh, but what's unique to Toronto? Bar chef is. Bar chef is. <laughs> What's going on? Okay. That was that, great, though. That I was love right, that. That, that's the right answer. Uh, that's the right answer. Uh, and bar chef. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I just slow pitched that one. Uh, <laughs> it took me a minute, even though I was like, oh, he's asking me. Okay, where, where are we going it. with this? Um, yeah, we're here at Bar Chef, and we're here with, uh, with Frankie, the owner, manager, bar chef guy. You're basically the bar chef person. Yeah, so the bar he chef at Bar Chef. chef. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the bar chef at the bar chef. Bar chef. You've been in Toronto before cocktail scene really reached Toronto. A while, for sure. Yeah, we're like back in like since 2000. Basically, I moved here. So, and you've taken Toronto's bar uh, cocktail scene to a level nobody else has really gone to. Like it's it's just a different sort of direction. Uh, we're gonna see a few drinks, and and like they're gonna be fantastic, and we can't wait to get them on camera. Uh, but. Um, uh, how did and we'll see so we'll see where you are now how did you get to where you are now and opening of this unique restaurant that's uh and bar then you're just going in such a weird direction for right, the right, city right. Yeah. ahead of its time essentially right yeah no it's a great question i think so basically the way that uh you know that the my whole approach kind of came about was you know started back in uh in well i guess we'll start way way back so Started bartending when I was about 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked in a cigar bar as my introduction to the industry. So, right off the bat, was being you know basically in, 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 encapsulated and immersed in, in aromatics of like cigars, tobaccos, and, and you know these older older gentlemen would come in and you know discuss uh, you know nuances and flavor profiles of scotches and cognacs and ports and all these different things. So that's kind of you know being 18 years old and and you know getting into the industry that was kind of like my intro into the you know the perspective so kind of coming in into that you know that zone as far as you know these guys like just so passionately discussing flavor profiles and aromatics and and composition was was kind of an eye-opener for me I was like you know that kind of is really what started off and piqued my interest Uh Uh, so I started bartending there uh, after that, uh, because I was a climber at the time, a rock climber uh, on the Canadian team, so I did a lot of traveling. Yeah, uh, traveled out to to Europe, did some bartending in Europe, and worked at a bar there called Revolution, which focused on uh, infusions for vodkas. And so it was uh, basically a vodka infusion bar, and they infused a bunch of candies and chocolates into vodka. And so I was like, okay, well that's that's cool, but I was like, well why why limit that to candies and chocolates and the confectionery side? Let's incorporate fresh herbs and, and spices and things like that. So because could I just put us back to that era? That era was the era of the like the chocolate martini and the and, and the Kahlua <laughs> martini. Is it still the era of the chocolate martini? <laughs> but those were the memo on well, that. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. it is, but it's like it's, this is like every bar you went to. Like if you went to like any popular steak place, any popular bar, it was yeah. like here's your chocolate martini, here's your yeah. coffee martini. Totally, here's your, totally, totally. I'm they're delicious. Don't 
don't get me wrong. Like that, I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying yeah. it's a different era. It, it, was, it was a different time for sure. And I mean, yeah. you know, a long, long time ago for yeah. sure. And I think for me, it was just a valuable, you know, kind of experience because it really opened up my eyes to, you know, as far as what's possible with, you know, with the genre, with liquids, you know, as far as, you know, the idea of, of infusions, you know what I mean? So, so I took that and then traveled to New York City. Uh, worked in a kitchen there with a uh, at a restaurant called Tocqueville. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really talented chef and, and team there. And uh, you know, I was uh, a food runner there. I wasn't qualified enough to be a bartender there. They didn't want to hire me as a bartender. <laughs> so, so I was uh, I was basically a food runner. Worked very closely in the kitchen with the team of chefs there. As far as um, you know, garnishing it was our responsibility to garnish and finish plates. Uh, and and that that for me was was basically the beginning of, of my of my passion and, and my obsession with what I do now. It's like the idea of professionalism. The the the, the perspective of working in this industry as a professional as opposed to just making money because mm-hmm. um, these guys were so passionate about the guest experience and you know just general composition and, and you know complexity visual complexity of dishes and you know working with the freshest ingredients and, and appreciating those ingredients and just passion uh, and so for me at, at that point I just became obsessed and then uh, after that I moved to Toronto uh, to go to school and uh, and basically I was given the opportunity there to have my first you know, cocktail program at Rain uh, with the Rubino Brothers. Uh, this is a long time ago. I don't even. <laughs> a long time do, you, ago. do you know Rain? I've and, heard of it. Yeah. All right. Rain was amazing. It was yeah. like the coolest restaurant. Yeah. It was like a, a waterfall. Oh, in there I remember. And, like in yeah. Yorkdale Mall or something. It, or, it, no, it was it was down on Mercer okay, Street. All right. Or Mercer? Yeah, I think Mercer. Like just by the uh, uh, what's that hotel? Like hotel Germain. Germain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right across. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm like way ahead of its time. That restaurant. Yeah. Like the Rubino Brothers. Like Guy Rubino, Chef Guy Rubino was uh, was amazing. So he's been an Iron Chef and everything. Like yeah. so, I was given the opportunity to have a list there uh, and so started kind of you know to do some you know, interesting stuff for the time as far as like two layered cocktails incorporating you know a couple different uh, you know layers of flavor profiles and things double building etc and then from there it just built basically went to Cultura uh, and was given uh, you know started entering cocktail competitions and, and started to do infusions and, and working with uh, fresh ingredients and, and taking ingredients from the kitchen team as far as like the walk-in I would you know see a beautiful big flat of coriander sprouts and soil just grab those and put them on the bar you know and the idea of like literally cutting fresh herbs to to order essentially for for cocktails and so that's when it kind of so you see like along the whole career kind of I've taken little pieces and parts from each spot that I've been at to uh, to basically create this perspective of where we're at right now as far as like that culinary approach and uh, and and you know taking taking it to the next level as far as the obsession with the craft and cocktails so Cultura is where it started as far as you know cocktail competitions kind of building that that confidence in my personal uh, and having those fresh ingredients in yeah, front of you totally. yeah and then that creative expression so confidence in my personal expression within the the cocktail medium uh, and then that's also where Brent and I met and mm-hmm. uh, and we used to have a gentleman come in you guys are getting the full history now. Yeah, no, I love this. Going on. Fascinating. So yeah, we, yeah. Used, we used to have a, a gentleman come in. He was a regular guest. Uh, his name was Bill Harish. Uh, we call him the governor. And he would, <laughs> he, would, he would come in. Cool guy. He would, he would come in and, uh, and, and just get me to freestyle stuff and, uh, you know, kind of put some cocktails together for him and his guests and do some flavor pairings. And uh, he came in one day and, uh, and brought in a cigar and was like, you know, I, I, I don't expect you to do anything now, but, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, if you could incorporate this into something for my next visit, oh, that would be so cool. Really? And, uh, that literally was the first, like, plated cocktail that I ever did. I did, like, you know, paired it with, like, coconut and espresso 
crumbs and uh, did a, a, an infusion with the, uh, the cigar, a very quick infusion, uh, just done like basically uh, a la minute, like there with the tequila and all this stuff. Anyway, that was like the beginning of that perspective as far as like um, expanding and extending the experience of the cocktail and not being limited to this. Right. Yeah. And then uh, after that, he was like, you know, he's like, you need, you need, you need a program, like you need a bar basically. And uh, so, it, it's, ironically enough, Brent, uh, at the same time, was, was we had chatted about uh, opening a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent is, uh, you know, I just, just want to say, like, as fanatically obsessed as I am with what I do, as far as the creative, uh, you know, within the liquid and, and what we do here at Bar Chef, he takes that same obsession and approach to the general operation and, and mm-hmm. the, the finite details of what makes wow. Barsha Barsha. You know what right, I mean? Right. So it's it's an amazing Good pairing. pairing between yeah, yeah, totally. Like and we could not be more yin and yang. Like yeah. we were talking like yeah. <laughs> we're talking nice. like coiffed hair, like yeah. beautiful hair and like you know, very like <laughs> good-looking guy with suits and, and business business and me I'm like uh, wrinkled pants and no hair and uh, yeah so so anyway so very very fortunate and you know we basically decided at that point okay let's let's open a bar and uh, and here we are today oh my gosh so how many years ago was this bar opened what's what's the what's the time 2008 2008 um, and and this is kind of like um, I mean back then this wasn't the best part of the well this is no okay part of the Toronto I guess it was in, back in the day. Like yeah. it's always been a little bit, a little bit, of, yeah, grittier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, uh, So, what were your? Uh, well, let's talk about the drink that I guess made Bar Chef. Uh, you've had, you've had this. I've had this. Yeah, the, actually, I have, I have a story about this. It's the the, the smoked Manhattan. Yes, Woo! I'm so excited. So uh, when I turned 30, I had this like list of things that I wanted to do, and on it was order myself this drink for oh, wow. on my birthday for my 30th birthday I had this whole like 30 before 30 thing Wow! and I was like because I'd been in here before and mm-hmm. I've always been a big fan and that like I was just like you know working my little non-for-profit job and like saving my pennies and I was like one day I'm gonna get that cocktail and I did it and I was like my husband like took pictures wow, of me cool. like it was my 30th it was awesome see it's, wow that's so special like, it was it's it's like yeah. it was it was so special yeah. because like I felt really special I was like who needs a cake when you got this like beautiful <laughs> right. bell jar like I was looking at you you smell so good it's like <laughs> like a kid so cozy and wonderful yeah. so yeah no I, cool. I'm a huge fan of this we should have one. Uh, should we? Should smoked, we have one? Yes. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when, when I, I love this bar because uh, when I when I come here, uh, usually like you know you and I do a lot of tasting. Sometimes you go to a bar by your, on your own after a tasting, just kind of unwind. This is a great spot to go. There's a lot of tourists, a lot of locals, but that that drink, it's it's kind of like you know it's kind of like this Caesar on a, if you have a bloody Caesar on a on a train <laughs> yeah. or on a plane. If one person orders it, and it's true, like yeah. everybody Everyone else, I'll be one. like, oh yeah, I'll have that too. Like everybody yeah. just orders it. So this is like kind of like oh, nobody ordered the smoked Manhattan, yeah. and then like one comes out, and then. It's like, then it's like two come out and three come, and then yeah. everybody's having this forty-five dollar drink, and it's just like the whole bar is just filled with it's, people. Yeah. And it's yeah. the smell is incredible. Oh. Do you find that as well? Like, do you notice that? Yeah, like, they, they, they start yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's people bring it up for sure all the time yeah. when you walk in. I mean, it's it's just like it resonates in the walls. And it's yeah, in here, it even does. now. It's it four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. You haven't served a drink yeah. <laughs> all day, yeah. and. You smell it. Yeah. Uh, you're probably immune to it at this point. You probably can't. I, you know what? I think we did the math. Uh, you know, I was just, like trying to figure out exactly how many Smokies we've we've sold over the. I love how you call them Smokies. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, the Smokie. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's. I mean, it's a it's a beast. Like you know, I, there's there's a few you know recipes and cocktails and components and flavor profiles and flavor pairings that you know I've I've done over the years that are very special to my expression of what yeah. I do with the the genre with cocktails. 
like the smoky is like the first it's I, it's like literally the first modernist cocktail that i did and it was uh the beginning of just a thought process you know right. what i mean it's like the idea of expanding on the the, the cocktails so. um i was gonna, so when you say modernist cocktail yeah what so it's it's funny because i you hear all these especially um with you and, and all the articles i've read on you and and your book so there's like this um there's modernist there's like molecular like right. are there like are there ones that you don't like or you do like or what what yeah. what's a, what genre would you put yourself in if any at all I think it's it's you know it's more along the 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 reference of just a, an expression so like you know it's like the idea of like abstract expressionism almost and it's just a contemporary approach mm -hmm. I think like the thing is with modernism and and the, you know the way that we kind of you know like the modern cocktail modernist it's it's more along the lines of even with the cocktails that are coming out over the bar mm -hmm. It's it's still within that that perspective of modern. I think because like the, you know back in the day, uh, there's a huge obsession in this industry and especially behind the bar with mixologists and and you know cocktails with with classic cocktails. It was mm -hmm. like you know if you were a mixologist, you had to know exactly what was in all the corpse revivers and blah 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 blah. Right. And for me, I've never thought that way. It was it's literally always been you know obviously classics are, are classics for a reason and mm -hmm. you have to respect them and respect what they've done for the craft. But at the same time, you know, create your own voice and create your own expression. Mm -hmm. So I think the the modernist approach is is the idea and the ideology of uh, of just uh, an abstract expressionism kind of approach to the craft. So creating and working with new flavor profiles and new ingredients, new techniques to create a new expression. Okay. So yeah. you know, like when you think of molecular gastronomy, yes, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you hear, hear that term all the time, and and it's it's. You know, chefs that practice that perspective, you know, you have like uh, Chef uh, Grant Ackett's and, you know, all these guys that are doing what they're doing. Uh, it's, it's, the term molecular gastronomy isn't, it doesn't reference that approach. It's, it, molecular gastronomy is just the understanding of, of the science of cooking. So mm -hmm. it's like the idea of, you know, how different proteins react with heat and et cetera. So the, the modernist approach to cuisine or in our case, you know, mixology is mm -hmm. that it's that same perspective as far as the manipulation of perception, mm -hmm. but done within the genre of liquid. Huh. Basically. Yeah. That's a, that's a great answer. Um, I like modernist. I love the, I love that the, your, the, the, these drinks come, they come with their own stage. Like they are staged, mm. they are plated. I mean, we talk, you, you've mentioned food a lot, but I mean, right. the cocktails here on, on that part of the menu, you're like your, your vision of cocktails are all Plated essentially. Yeah, cool. I, yeah, I mean, I you're that. you're bringing from the kitchen, right? Like mm -hmm. the whole idea is you're, the yeah, bartender yeah. doesn't make your drink; yeah. it comes from the kitchen. Right. How did that idea come about? So it was uh, so in the beginning. Oh, oh, here we go. Yes. Perfect timing. Oh, great wow. timing. Thanks, Lionel. There you go. Thank you, Thank Lionel. You, Lionel. That's sous chef Lionel, by the way. Let's give it up. Sous chef Lionel, well done. Well there we go. Done. Um, so it this actually, is, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. This. yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> So back in the day, uh, when Bar Chef opened, uh, initially, originally there wasn't even going to be the idea of uh, you know modernist cocktails. It wasn't even something that I I thought of uh, during the renovations of the bar because mm -hmm. uh, Brent and I we did it, basically everything. Uh, I had come across a video. Woo. All right, so we had a little video problem, but the drink came and went, and now and we're back. And now we have a smoked in hand. Like look at this. this. This is this is gorgeous. This is absolutely. So what are the ingredients in here? So we have uh, hand chipped ice sphere. Mm -hmm. Crown Royal uh, Special Reserve Rye, uh, vanilla brandy, cherry vanilla bitters. Uh, we do a little bit of hickory syrup, uh, and then uh, it's basically smoked with hickory and a vanilla pod. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then there we go. There it is. How different is this from the original drink? Like, what 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 modifications did you, you make know, along I, the way? So originally, uh, so the very first ones I used uh, when I was just uh, trying and playing out with the playing around with the technique of as far as smoking a cocktail, mm-hmm. uh, it was just a vanilla bean. And uh, but the problem is, this would go out. It didn't provide a lot of smoke or, or flavor. Uh, so it was just a matter of I needed a heat source. I needed a little bit of a, of a denser flavor profile of the smoke. So that's why we uh, went with the hickory. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, the, the coolest thing about the drink is that, you know, the longer it sits, the more it improves as far as, you know, it does need a little bit of water in there just to kind of balance it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, that smoke is pretty prevalent. But uh, but once it mellows out, it's like, uh, you know, I have one every once in a while. And every time I sit there and I, and I have, I'm like, this is a crazy drink. Like, it's it an is, amazing it is. drink. It is. It's super complex. I mean, the smoke is there. But at the same time, there's enough weight. There's enough depth behind it to kind of stand up to it mm-hmm. uh you know i mean it, and it's the og it's the first you know cloche smoked cocktail in the world essentially so you know it was uh you know it's and it's something now i mean people send me pictures all the time of bars doing you know yeah. the, the cloche technique like all over the world like we're talking like everywhere like uh, syria you know like all over the place that's amazing so, yeah it's really cool for sure like it's i mean you know what a huge uh, um honor you know, yeah, for, for me as a, as, a, as an artist to, to have that happen is, is super cool. Yeah, because a lot of bars will take now we'll take the plank and we'll yeah. burn the plank and we'll yeah. put the thing on top. Yeah, and, you get like and the, mm-hmm. totally, totally yeah, yeah, the glass turned upside down, all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I mean, it's all basically, you know, it, I mean, this is yeah, it's a special one for sure. So, so basically, to go back, like what happened was uh, during the rentals of this place came across. Oh, you're good. You're good. Go ahead, for sure. Uh, came across the video of um, Anthony Bourdain at El Bulli, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and saw his, his reaction to the cuisine that uh, Ferran Adria had presented to him while he was sitting there dining at El Bulli. And, I, and when I saw his reaction, when he had the spherified uh, olive, uh, when I saw that reaction, it changed my life. Literally, wow. just that split second, yeah. I, wow. was, I became obsessed. And it was like, exactly, that's the exact experience I want to provide for my guests with what I do. As soon as I saw that, I ordered all of the Textura stuff, started playing around at home. You know, because I'm totally, like, self-taught and never done anything as far as, like, courses or anything. Yeah. Uh, and then started incorporating, you know, essentially modernist cocktails on our menu. So it, it became a part of Bar Chef mm-hmm. as far as, you know, when we opened the doors, we had a, a full program of modernist cocktails that were made behind the bar. Yeah. Because uh, back in the day, I, I was behind the bar chipping ice spheres to order. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was crazy. So started plating all this stuff behind the bar. And then, you know, we got increasingly busy here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started to get really, really busy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because we started to get some press, some press, like, internationally and stuff. Food and Wine Magazine, I think 2009, put us as one of the, you know, the top mm-hmm. innovative, you know, food and drink experiences in the world, which was huge. Uh, and so at that point, Brent, uh, my business partner Brent was like, Frankie's like, we need you to get away from the bar. It's getting too busy. The technical level of mm-hmm. what you're doing has reached a point where you need more space. You need more light. You know, yeah. let's put you in the kitchen. Right. And at first I was like, I can't go in the kitchen. I'm a, I'm a bartender. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't work in the kitchen. Uh, but then I just... I fell in love with it because it gave me the opportunity to have a team that, you know, and lighting and space and equipment and, you know, access to ingredients and to expand on, on my on my art. And so it just became, you know, this crazy, 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 no limits, creative expression of what I see in my head. And, and now it's it's a, it's a complete fucking like... A, can I swear on this? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. I do it all the time. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I mean, a complete fucking obsession with what I do like it, I'm, I'm just completely immersed in this so 
I'll assume. Yeah. yeah, I'm super curious about your sort of process because um, you come out with um, sort of seasonal menus. Right. Um, and so, like, what is the process in building that kind of uh, new cocktail menu per season? Does something, right. is it the ingredients come first and you go from there, or do you have a cocktail first and you build on it? Like, what's that sort cool. of process like? Uh, that's a cool question. Uh, you know, to be honest, uh, so what I do is I have uh, just like always like notes going as far as new stuff uh, that I, you know, working on as far as. Uh, um, a celebration of particular uh, ingredients mm -hmm. or a, a particular experience that I want to replicate in you know within the you know the the dish. Uh, it's it and then what I do is I I, draw, I start with notes and, and sketches and then if it's a it's an idea that I want to expand on and actually throw on the menu if it's, I see that it's got potential then I'll transfer that those notes mm -hmm. uh, and sketches to a canvas mm -hmm. and then have the canvas put on my wall in my house so <laughs> that uh, I'm com just completely immersed in in all these ideas uh, all the time mm -hmm. so that if I have you know so it's just I'm constantly around it all the time so that if there's any tweaking involved or if I want to work on it it's just always there so. Mm -hmm. So I've got like I think like thirty or forty now on my walls at home. That's it's, it's like a, so it's like so a when studio. you say art, you re you wow. actually you really truly do mean art, like like yeah, fundamentally. It's, yeah. yeah, it's it's an obsession for sure at this point, definitely in That's a healthy amazing. way. In a <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, this is this cocktail for me. Like it just makes me so happy. Yeah. it's really well balanced, and I love the smokiness from it. And it's um, it is you know the. There's always the the sort of um, the fake hickory smoke sometimes makes yeah. its way like a little drop of that, yeah. uh, and that is that is absolutely not like you know right away this drink has been like properly smoked. I'm such cool. a fan of this. Yeah. Honestly, I made such a good decision on my 30th birthday. You did, you did, you knew what you were doing. <laughs> well done, Jamie. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think good I, way to celebrate, right? I, I think <laughs> I had that drink for the first time. The same idea. A friend was celebrating like a 35th or 40th birthday, yeah. and he's, that was the drink he ordered. He was like, "Let's do the smoked Manhattan." Yes. Uh, and uh, and we did, and it was a wonderful experience. And of course, then we had like three or four other cocktails. Right. And I think the one thing I love about this bar too is like your classic cocktail list is there. It's present. It's excellent. Mm -hmm. Like if you just want a classic cocktail, boom, you just come in here. You order from that thing. You have the boozy, and you have the sweet, yeah. and you mm -hmm. kind of choose what you want. I think the the organization of the menu is really great. And then you have these cocktails, which is the the whole other uh, ball game. Uh, you, so you've, you've been written up by a bunch of different newspapers in the news. You've been really well acknowledged for what you're doing here and continue to do here. I appreciate um, What's so, I mean, I don't know if there's a next step here. I feel like you're continually involving the story. Like, it seems like it's yeah. evolved, like, little iteration by iteration by iteration. Cool. Yeah. Start with a smoke cocktail, and now you got, like, a stage and comes out, and you got other things on the, on the right. thing. So what's, what's, how's this gonna, how's this gonna continue moving? What's, right. what's going on? You know, I think, you know, initially it was the idea of, like, just creating, you know, within the um, industry, just creating a new expression mm -hmm. of, of the craft. So, like, you know, the modern cocktail mm -hmm. and it's crazy like you know social media now you know on instagram you, you know you just see mm -hmm. that it's something that's fully you know grown into its own you know mm -hmm. thing now i mean modern cocktails are definitely a thing and so you know that's that's a huge you know goal that for me that that's been achieved as far as just the idea of allowing bartenders to get into the perspective of using their own creativity to create their own voice you mm -hmm. know so i think you know for me what's next would be you know it, it, there's, there, I mean, there, you know, obviously, all we, people always ask all the time, like, oh, you guys going to open a bar chef in, you know, blah, 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 wherever. Right, that's a great question. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. don't we ask that question? You're going to open one in my building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we were in talks uh, with some guys in uh, Dubai for a bit uh, over the summer about doing something there. Um, and we decided not to do that. Uh, 
So, you know, I think to be to be honest, we love the idea of just one bar chef. Bar chef yep. is only one. The and bar it's chef. very special. And if you want to come here, then you come here. Like we had a chef mm-hmm. uh, in from North Carolina uh, yesterday. He came in two nights in a row. It was his birthday. His wife uh, surprised him by taking him here because he's wanted mm-hmm. to come here apparently for a few years. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, it was on his bucket list or whatever. Yeah. And he was freaking out. And like, that's so special. I think if you have a bunch of them, you can just go to bar chef in your local town. It takes mm-hmm. away that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that special quality. So. I think to be honest, uh, you know that what's what's what lies ahead for for Bar Chef is, uh, you know, I think we're just going to keep doing what we do. For me, it's about the art. It's about mm-hmm. you know those each individual you know the, the, those dishes. Um, that's why I do what I do. It's like the idea of that that creative process from the inspiration to the the sketches to the canvas to the finished you know piece. Uh, you know, it's it's and and at the same time as well, I want to. I love, you know, the team. I love, you know, the the idea of, you know, because our team works our butts off to be able to execute this program, you know. So it's just, I mean, we're a family here. So I, I think, I, you know, I just love having, you know, the one bar chef. We've got some ideas as far as some stuff we're, we're up to yeah. for sure. But, uh, but yeah. It's interesting. So if, if, you're, if your partner hadn't, like, pushed you towards the kitchen, this would be a whole different bar, it feels like. It, would, that was really, Absolutely. That's a very was good really yeah. such an interesting change where, like, totally. well, you're doing, you need more space. Go, go to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah <laughs> basically, you know, for, yeah, for sure. Because, you know, we were, I mean, we were getting smoked. Like, you know, I was, like, on the corner there, the bottleneck of the bar. We were four deep, five deep. Like, you know, this is because now we do just fully sat. So once we're fully sat, we're full. And yeah. we take a wait list. Uh, we start our wait list. Yeah. And now Friday, Saturday nights, we have waits of two hours. Um, wow. We have guests, you know, that, that put their name down and we call them, they, they come back. They're, uh, well, I mean, like, that's the Amazing. dream. Like, that is the fucking yeah. dream. Yeah. Like, for me, I'm, I never, ever take that for granted. I'm so grateful for that every day. Sure. That's um, like New York City, San Francisco, the best right. bars yeah. in the world have yeah. this. Like, it's yeah. unheard of in Toronto, I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For, yeah, for sure. Uh, like, so you, you mentioned something that I thought was kind of interesting. The um, When you first started, Instagram, like, wasn't a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious to hear sort of your sort of journey through what that piece, that social media piece has done right. for you, yeah. given that sort of over the time you've been open, it's kind yeah. of sort of exploded. So yeah. Okay, so, you know, this goes back to that whole thing, too, about like just, you know, fortunate events along the way, mm-hmm. like like you're saying, Mark, about the idea of like Brent being like going to the kitchen. That's one of those fortunate events, you know, like working with the chefs in New York City. That's one of those events. Uh, me... <laughs> so crazy my wife my uh my wife uh, leanne turns out when we met i didn't know this but turns out she's this like crazy talented photographer that uh that actually does all of our photos Amazing. Uh, that shot all the photos for the book um and just her you know the very first photo we shot i think actually was the smoky mm-hmm. and just the way that she captured the art yeah was basically what began our whole kind of that blacked out you know picture that you see now on our instagram and that you know you do see a lot that blacked out vibe was was our of our photos was her you know kind of vision as far as how best to uh uh, express the the craft of the what we do here so so social media has been a huge aspect of. do people come in here just because they've seen stuff on instagram absolutely 100 percent. and it's kind of dark in here so like people must be like bringing their own lights and i know right sure a hundred percent been there done that <laughs> and, and, and Tabitha over there can can uh, you know add to this, but it's like literally we have people order like I want this, like I, I want, want this, this one off yeah. someone yeah. else's social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's how. Yeah, for sure. So for it's sure. you know it's and, been a huge part of what we do. Well, and that's awesome because it's such a visual piece, and like you can you can go to a bar and have like a beautiful cocktail, um, but sometimes it's hard to convey. In but like when you come here, like it it, it is uh, you know some of these cocktails are are above and like you 
art. So like they they are so visually appealing. So such a great thing like you know the next generation of cocktail drinkers to sort of like when Instagram is the way that they find their way around a city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know that's that's an awesome thing like yeah. you know and it adds such a huge yeah. element of, of depth to the experience as well if there's such yeah. a huge visual aspect you for know? sure like it, it's, uh, it does kind of come into that whole like culinary kind of perspective so. absolutely huh. the State of Logic podcast is like no other we don't have the same focus as so many other podcasts where we're just me talking about business or politics or whatever we talk about everything with everyone intellectuals comedians and celebrities alike Sometimes it's a 20-minute interview. Sometimes it's a three-hour interview. But at the end of the day, it's a great conversation that we often laugh about and learn something from at the same time. Come check us out at the State of Logic podcast. Should we talk about the book? Yeah, let's talk about the book. Yes. Uh, the book's been out for long time. a long time now. Long. Yeah. yeah. Um, 2013. This is so Toronto. Whenever we travel, I, I think Bar Chef is one of those places. If I go to a bar and I sound from Toronto, mm-hmm. Bar Chef always comes up with bartenders. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, like, it's always like, hey, I've tried this at home. I would try this at home. I, so, many bar, so many bartenders I've spoken to were like, I tried the smoked cocktail and I did it at oh, home yeah? in an oven and I did, oh, you know, the plank and like, like all this kind of stuff. Oh, and it's sick. like, and they're like, amazing. Tell me more about Frankie. I'm like, I actually, I've, I've I don't think I've ever met Frank yet. This, at this point, I was like, well, "But it's because you're in the kitchen." But 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 it was one of those things where, like, the the, the curiosity there well, is interesting. It's crazy. Um, That's yeah, so crazy. yeah. And, you know, how crazy is that? Eh? Like, yeah. it's, it's it's insane. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So, crazy. so but, the well. the process of writing a book. Yeah. Would you do it again? <laughs> now that you've done it once, would you ever do it again? You know what? Uh, it's yeah. I mean, it, like a long time, like two years, basically, mm-hmm. for that. I think right. it was, you know, and then all, uh, at the same time too, like it was. I mean, such a long time ago so uh, you know my recipes I needed to uh, to have like redo those so that they were in the, the format that they needed for you know for print mm-hmm. uh, absolutely we do it again for yeah. sure I want to you know I think we you know it's it's something that we've discussed I think uh, I want to wait until there's enough content to do like a full mm-hmm. modernist book I think mm-hmm. would be really cool mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean you know 2013 now so five years ago it's uh, yeah. there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff in there that's still relevant mm-hmm. which is cool technically yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's not but uh, not a lot of stuff but a little I was gonna bit say, what would not be technically well, relevant no 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 there's just a, you know a couple things that I wouldn't you know I mean they were the beginning of that okay I see you, know what you, I mean? you moved on right. or you're right 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 technically yeah, you know yeah, which, gotcha. which is something you'd come across in any kind of progressive you know you know genre but uh but yeah i mean I, you know it's it's uh, you know i'm proud of it it was uh, it was a lot of work and uh it you know it, it's done pretty well for sure like yeah. for cocktail no, books for sure. it's uh you know and it was uh, it's it's kind of you know the beginning of that perspective as far as like the modern cocktail so it's it's down and doing its thing it's cool yeah also a little bit of ahead of its time cuz i mean yeah. every new york city bar now has a as a book out pretty right, much right, right. right? like mm-hmm. i mean yeah. that's uh, it's really 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 interesting to see yeah. that that happen here and the coolest thing too like with with grant uh you know writing the forward to the book i mean that mm-hmm. was a, a huge uh, honor for me as well like you know when I found out that I was going to be doing a book I uh, I uh, you know reached out to him and I was fortunate enough to uh, to have him be like you know super into it and, and contribute awesome. the forward and, uh, and yeah so it was a cool so, sorry explain that Grant and Safari so. well so so Grant uh, basically you know when we first opened back yeah. in 2009 yeah uh, it's a funny story actually so <laughs> So, you know, it wasn't crazy busy when we opened Bar Chef, you know, like it was yeah. it was pretty uh, a pretty crazy perspective on, on the, uh, you know, on the on the genre and on the craft. So, you know, it took a little bit to get its momentum. Uh, there was one night uh, I was sitting at the bar. Uh, Nishan, uh, you know, from uh, from Blowfish uh, mm-hmm. had brought me back a bottle of absinthe from 
Oh, oh boy. There we go. Wow. Yeah, just um, cool. I, there we go. The storm. This I'm, is this I'm is familiar a, this with is a this cocktail, cocktail, guys. This <laughs> is a cocktail. I'm um, familiar with this cocktail. Awesome. I can, I can um, say this. I can't even. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we'll begin the experience uh, with the first element. Uh, first component, we have the winter's breath. So if you want to grab one of those uh, meringue shards, this guy here. This guy here. Yeah, All and right. eat it. All right. And we'll see what happens there. Oh, boy. Yeah, go for it. There you go. So we have our witcher's breath of absinthe and balsam fir. <laughs> for the podcast, we just basically right? ate yeah. cold ice and it blew out our nostrils. Yeah. So there's that tactile oh, element man. of temperature. And if you actually go near this, you can feel like oh, there's yeah. a temperature of like it's cold. You mm-hmm. know? Wow. So when it's presented mm-hmm. to the guests, you get that element of that, that, that temperature <laughs> of like the cold breeze. It's like a toffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, it's, so it's a traditional meringue. It's like egg white and sugar, but, uh, mm-hmm. but we do atomized uh, absinthe and balsam fur on there. Oh. So Ontario Ooh. absinthe. That's awesome. This is yeah. going to make quite the visual... Uh, Right. I think so. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. It's actually eh? <laughs> so cool. And then I'm we have uh, the ice mm-hmm. component here uh, in the middle, which is uh, there to replicate oh a, uh, a pine tree, which has been covered with snow, right? And that's actually rosemary, uh, which has been covered in late harvest Vidal. Oh, no way. Yeah. And then the snow at the bottom is uh, maple and Madeira. So we basically take dry ice, negative uh, 70.5 degrees Celsius, mm-hmm. comes in pellet form. We pulverize it to a very fine dust. And then we uh, very slowly pour uh, maple syrup and Madeira and water, uh-huh. uh, proportioned accordingly so that we can not only freeze it, but then at the same time, it, it creates the flavor profile that we need. Mm-hmm. So that's the base there. And then the cocktail, we have Glenfiddich scotch, uh, a little bit of absinthe, thyme syrup, and balsam for bitters. Oh, so wow. it's a transformative experience. Like the <laughs> idea is that, you know, as it's sitting in front of you, as you're just sipping on the cocktail, you get that, uh, you know, flavor profile that transforms over time. So um, you said transformative. So when would you recommend drinking? I, I, I mean, see it's bubbling up. Oh, as, amazing! At, like, look at the can kind of see it. This is amazing. Bubbling through here, as I guess this. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's that uh, carbon dioxide, the dry ice at the bottom there. So yeah, it's and it's. I mean, it's it's cold, right? So there's an element there that, and you can see the base there as well. So the idea is that you know you sip on it as you would like a you know a spirit, and yeah. then as you're sipping it, you'll notice the flavor profile changes. So, so I should drink this now. Yeah, you're good. Yep, huh? you're okay. I have to ask. Oh, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Oh, the nose! <laughs> awesome. Have you the nose? It smells like a like a bubbly champagne-y just Ooh. wine. Just that's fair. For on sure. on on acid, like it's a very. <laughs> nice. So, have you found that? Um, uh, I guess this is one of the things that you would have to work through is when you bring Ooh. a cocktail like this to somebody. Yeah, and they're like, "What do I do with it?" Right, right, right. Yeah, and oh, so absolutely, for so sure. you must have. I'm assuming you've gone through some, some iterations of, of, you know, t- training staff how to like guide yeah. people through the cocktail and right. not to make it seem overwhelming or yeah, inaccess- sure. inaccessible or anything yeah. like that. No, for sure. I mean, there's a you know a participatory kind of element to it where you kind Which of immerse so yourself and yeah. yeah, absolutely for sure because you have that invested interest. You become kind of you know involved emotionally involved with the mm-hmm. with the piece, right? So. With something like this, we, we you know it's presented the same way a dish would be presented at a at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the elements, as far as the particular ingredients, uh, you know that we want accentuated, are usually described, and then some of them incorporate some techniques as far as uh, you know definitions of how to consume, etc. So <laughs> you know, I mean, which is which is cool for sure. But yeah. I mean, you know, so okay, so oh, going back to the grant story. Yes, yes, absolutely. So Nish had brought back a bottle of uh, of absinthe for me from Paris. So I was like, you know what, we're pretty slow right now, so I'm going to sit at the bar and just try this out and have a have a sip of absinthe so sitting there enjoying absinthe we're empty <laughs> totally empty like empty and uh and then in walks this couple and i and i and i look at i look at him and i'm like i'm 
like, there's no way. I'm like, that's, I'm like, I look at him, I'm like, that's, I'm, 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 that might be Grant Ackett's. And I was like, because, you know, obviously, like, I was, you know, doing a lot of research on, you know, modernist cuisine and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, and I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, there's no way. So I go over and I say, you know, uh, bring menus and just, you know, talk to them and introduce myself. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, so, you know, it's your first time in. He's like, yeah, we just flew in from Chicago. And I'm and like, like, oh, my God, that's Grant Ackett's. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, that's Grant Ackett's. I started amazing. freaking out. So I was like, okay. Right. So I got behind the bar and I started, you know, doing our thing. We had some, you know, some pretty involved modernist stuff on the menu at that point. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, made him some stuff, and uh, and he freaked out. He loved it, uh, and uh, and the rest is history. You know, he kind of he, he was he, you know they opened Aviary after that, and uh, and then there we go. So that's amazing. And so yeah, that's so amazing. he's uh, he's he's grown to be a very uh, close friend, and uh, you know it's uh, I mean I he's like you know he's like the Jay Z of, of you know of, of in my in my opinion. I mean he's he's the man for sure. So I uh, always have uh, hold him in very high regard. So to have him contribute the forward is uh, is mm-hmm. huge. You know like and he's been so kind too like he invited me to Alinea and uh, you know and he was so he was so, so uh, courteous and, and uh, you know it was amazing and the aviary and, and my, my sous chef as well went there and he took care of him too so awesome. yeah it's, uh, he's a great guy Woo! Very Chef Hackett cool. yes. yeah thank you. <laughs> wow. so who did you write the book for uh, that's that's a very good question uh, I think it, it was it was more along the lines of just kind of putting it out there as mm-hmm. far as uh, you know it's for the industry, I think yeah. it was like the idea of like you know make your own stuff, take take some of the components, do your own thing, you know, mm-hmm. incorporate some of the bitters in your own cocktails and do your mm-hmm. you know. So I think it was just like the idea of, of cementing down, you know, in the world of, of you know of books mm-hmm. as far mm-hmm. as you know what we've done here and, and, and awesome. the approach as far as you know that that modernist approach. Amazing. Who would you say influenced you in this regard? Like, I mean, I think you talked a little bit about that, but like, how did like I think you kind of went through that already but like what were kind of influential factors in this growth that you've achieved uh you know what i mean i, I within with you know to be honest it's it's there's there's chefs i mean you know chef Ackett's and, and mm-hmm. what they're doing at alinea as far as that multi-sensory approach yeah uh, I mean, yeah, food, yeah for yeah. sure um you know heston as well has some blumenthal over at the fat duck as well uh artists like you know painters and and uh, you know classical music and and things like that you know a lot with uh, outside of the of the genre of you know cuisine and, and the hospitality industry for sure you know I, I celebrate you know for example kanye like you know people are like kanye i fucking hate kanye kanye <laughs> was cool as shit he's an artist and he's, yeah. he's he's very very uh uh definitive in 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 his his style and he's proud of it and it's you know who he is and yeah. I think it's a perspective that any artist needs to have it's like I love I love you know the idea of that creative expression and being proud of what you do and, and believing in it you know because you have to you have to think that way if you're mm-hmm. doing something that's way out there mm-hmm. you got to believe in it and you got to mm-hmm. believe that that you know I, I you know it's real you know so I think you know Kanye. Kanye's Kanye. Amazing. He's the man. If, He's the man. If you were just going to go up for like a pint. Yeah. That like, where would you go? Like, yeah. I feel like I just like walk into yeah. like a pub. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. oh, there's yeah. Frank. I don't know. Would you like just go up for like a pint? I, I, yeah. I mean, a beer, I'm, I'm not so much of a beer guy. Yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. I have it every once in a while, like yeah. at dinner. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I think, you know, I, I do go out for cocktails and stuff. Uh, you know, I, uh, the bar at Allo is great. Yeah. Uh, they do an amazing job there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and sure Dilo is, is an awesome restaurant. Lopan, uh, yeah. they do a great job there as well. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I do. I, yeah, I, I, I go. I mean, for me, like when I, you know, when I drink, I drink Jack and, and cola. So nice. It's a true story. Yeah. People always ask me. They're like, yeah. what do you, you know, what do you drink? You yeah. know, what's your 
honest to it's God, then, then these guys know. Yeah, it's like we got we go through. It's got we, caffeine. It's got yeah. booze. It's, it's got, got sugar. Things. You're fine. We you're go fine. through some Jack. I'm not gonna lie. We that's go through right. some Jack for sure. I like Jack. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's that's Me great. Too. That's really it's, 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 it's yeah. delicious with a little bit of cola in there. You know, it's not bad. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. You got it. I, I like that. Like the comparison to Kai. So I, I asked around kind of what what uh, the industry's uh, what people thought of you around the industry. And oh, well. one, one thing that people said for sure, uh, I've heard this from a few times, is oh, you're a family no. guy. You're a dad. Absolutely. You're, you're like, you committed to your family and to your business. It's Absolutely. kind of a very, came through very, very specifically. Yep. Uh, an authority of modern molecular mixology and pinnacle uh, on, on the focus and execution. Um, people said that, you know, Bar Chef kind of remains a little isolated within the community because you're just doing your own thing. You're not kind of part of that broader Toronto community as far as right. other cocktail bars. Like, just kind of yeah. a little, a little isolated, but just. Primarily, the reason was like, hey, you know, they're so focused on what you're doing here and what you have at home. Like, yeah, exactly. That's been and, very, very. Uh, and thing. if I can jump in there, yeah, I think, of course, you know, because a lot of the time, you know, because I do hear that for sure. Like, people mm. wonder, like, oh, why, are, you know, why aren't you ever, at, you know, competitions and, and all that stuff? And I'm, you know, honestly, you know, since I had my little man, my son now, he's 11 years old, and uh, and I have joint custody with his mom. Mm-hmm. So the the days that Bar Chef was closed were the days that I would be able to have my boys. Yeah. So, um, you know, I didn't want to be going out and, you know, going, having drinks and going to bars and all that going, yeah. you know. So it was, it was, you know, very, it was a time that I, you know, I, I, my, my son is my life, so I need, you know, I need that time. So, yeah. uh, you know, just to put it out there for all the bartenders in the community, you know, I love what you guys are doing. It was, it was nothing personal. It was just that my time with my boy is my time with my boys. So, yeah, you know, yeah. That's, it. that's such a good point to make too for bar because I think there is this misconception that bartenders are like out all night party animals, like the whole like bartending is life sort of thing. And to right. to, to have someone say, no, there's a balance. Like there is a balance and there is a home life and there is, you know, it's sort of, um, it's always, it's, it's always nice to hear that sort of that, that whole expectation being squashed and it's like, no, you don't have to like, you don't have to do that whole thing. Like it's it's not always like that. Yeah, totally. For sure. No, I had to, I had to say that because I know like I've heard that too is like, you know, within the community people, they go, oh, Bar Chef's not like, you know, so much in the community, but you know, we we are for sure. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the guys are doing comps like Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Masi there is in uh, the world-class final. Hey, congrats. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, and Josh too is in another one. Yeah. Yeah, they're representing for sure. I'm an old guy now. I just, you know, just sitting at home with my canvases, you know, just like painting and like in my uh, pajamas. I, I love this concept of the canvas at home. It makes and, me and so. I'm, and, and, okay, now look at this. Day. I mean, just like oh my god. I, I so what is what's left on there? Is that a cotton uh, candy? candy floss? Yeah, candy, it's candy floss. floss. It's atomized. Uh, Listen, I mean, hey, if it's there, we gotta eat it. Uh, do people run away with this? They just like uh, sometimes some of our service pieces. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. For yeah, sure. No, no, that's okay. Yeah, for sure. No, it's uh, this one's one of my favorites because I, you know, I get these from uh, just outside of Niagara, and I go there and uh, and literally just cut it off. You know, bushes of juniper and, and cedar. Oh, amazing! So, yeah, wow. Doesn't wow. Get, you know, I mean, it's part of the process for sure. This with that. Yeah, yeah, I did, this one, as far as an option with the winter storm, is super spirit forward. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it's it's one of our stronger options for sure. So I wanted to make sure that there was a balance there of textural elements and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So wow, yeah. Again, it comes with the stage. It's amazing. Um, 
I think I've ordered a cocktail here once that literally came out of like a, a box. Like it was a box. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There's pine cones. There's like. Oh, cool. The essence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, um, for sure. I remember. That, that was yeah. awesome. Like that did huge things for Bar Chef. The yeah, it did, eh? Yeah, because it was a whole stage. Feet. It was yeah. uh, the dry ice kind of smoked the, yeah. the drink from the bottom, and you had yeah. the. You just kind of had like, I guess, a regular kind of cocktail glass in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a wonderful drink. And we had. Uh, and BuzzFeed uh, came in uh, to shoot that, and it's Fine. like, yeah, just under like 4 million views now. And yeah, that was a huge. like because we, I still get messages from people around the world about that for sure. Like that was a big one. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're so lucky here in we Ontario are. because we can enjoy now Bar Chef at home. Yes, yes. Let's talk about now, like, that. Like I said, like so in exciting. my building, like before, but like yeah. I really can't have Bar Chef in my building. So this is really. So tell us all about this. this so is- so stoked about this. So the okay. So Bar Chef project basically. The idea was, uh, you know, to, to bring the Bar Chef quality cocktail experience uh, to, to people at home, essentially. So the, the coolest thing, okay, so first off, this liquid uh, is an authentic Bar Chef cocktail. Like, it could not be more authentic. We have it on our menu. It's the exact same liquid. Uh, the bitters are made the exact same way that we make all of our bitters here. Mm-hmm. Uh, hand-toasted chamomile. I personally hand-toasted all the chamomile for that. And you can think, uh, you know, if we're, you personally we're, hand-toasted. I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> chamomile. And, it, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, with, you can imagine uh, the chamomile as a component that's toasted is so dry and burns, like, instantly. So you have to be so careful with it. So... You know, I've been, uh, I, you know, obviously other people know how to do it, but yeah. uh, with this particular uh, run, run, I wanted to make sure that I, I did it personally. And so, I mean, you know, we're, when we're making the bitters for, for these, I mean, we do them in, in huge batches. So you can imagine, like, how much chamomile is actually needed. It's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, So, I'm, you know, toasting for a while, for sure. So this product is, uh, I'm so proud of this liquid. I mean, it's, it's. It's it's delicious and you know it's it's bar chef it's the bar chef experience in a bottle you know yeah. it's the idea of, of of a super premium uh, complete cocktail basically so we wanted to work with uh, we worked with Stock and Barrel uh, which awesome. is a very reputable whiskey yeah. uh, you know Ontario's first micro distillery mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know big fan of their liquid and uh, and the red in particular works so beautifully with the the style of cocktail that I do um, and particularly this cocktail in general with the flavor profiles with the toasted chamomile in there and then the spices as well that are used in the bitter so yeah and then the maple syrup as well Ontario locally sourced maple syrup so I went out and, and met the guy <laughs> drove out there and like these guys this, these guys are so cool they don't even have email like they were talking like legit <laughs> legit farmers like this and that. like I drove out there and and, uh, and they had like there's guys like riding around in those carts with the horses like what do they call them the dudes with the hats oh uh, uh, the, Mennonites Mennonites yeah yes yeah what? like legit yeah like they, and, yeah so awesome that's where we get our maple syrup and yeah I mean it's it's an, this is an authentic bar chef cocktail in a bottle authentic Canadian too that's awesome and it's different too it's divisive it's not safe it's not your safe like traditional old fashioned by any means interesting which is what Bar Chef is all about it's about you know taking uh, you know being being confident in, in the expression of flavor profile uh, you know, it's it's not a safe old-fashioned. It's not your, you know, typical... Well, what makes you say it's not safe and not... Because uh, it's different. It's yeah. I mean, the flavor profile is, is different. There's, there's you know, uh, nuances there that you wouldn't find in a traditional old-fashioned that you'd get at a, you know, at a bar as far as just, like, a couple dashes of Angostura bitters sure. and sugar cube and whiskey. Yeah, you know, yeah. like this one is that toasted chamomile saffron bitter. There's some complexity there that you wouldn't naturally associate with a traditional old-fashioned, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what makes it a bar chef cocktail. You know what I mean? 38.9% alcohol, too, I right? think. That's uh, it's which a boozy is, cocktail. It's a which boozy is cocktail. sick. Yeah. And, and yeah. the reason the reason we did that is I wanted to use the red as the base 
because the traditional old fashioned is literally just a 40% you know, alcohol spirit base mm-hmm. with a sugar cube and a couple dashes of bitter. So mm-hmm. it's basically around 40%, right? Yeah. So in order for us to achieve that uh, high alcohol content with still being able to incorporate the viscosity and mouthfeel that I need in my cocktails with the maple syrup content, it needs to be a higher proof spirit mm-hmm. as well as the, there's a, there's a lot of our bitters in there too. So awesome. it needed to be able to kind of come through and still be as close to 40 as I could get it. So that's awesome. Yeah. And so in your mind, the vision is this is number one of maybe a collection or is this just... No, no, no. We have, yeah, we have some other stuff, uh, other stuff on the go for sure. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I wish, I wish, like, it's, you don't have it's to tell just us. on the verge right no, now yeah, that yeah, I can yeah. say. It's yeah. all but, good. But yeah, the next one uh, is, uh, is I, to, to who's, to the people that have tasted it, they actually like love it. They okay. Say, yeah. Awesome. So they say it's, uh, it, they actually sometimes prefer it over this one. So, oh, which is great. Which is great. There you I'm go. Should we make predictions? Always, okay. always raise I think we should make predictions. Right? So, uh, whiskey prediction. sour, or it can't be whiskey sour. Make a prediction. I'm going to go Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, it's got to go Manhattan. It's, it seems like a natural progression, right? maybe. Like, yeah, you know, you've got the old fashioned, these, the, the, the sort so. of side by side classic cocktails. Yeah. The old fashioned and the Manhattan. So, I don't know. Uh, gonna... You may or may not be. <laughs> you may be right yeah. or maybe wrong. But it's it is so delicious. But like Frankie, yeah. this this feels like the beginning of like kind of like an empire, to be fair. Like it's it's kind of like, you know, the the, the bottle cocktails and the book and all this um, sort of stuff and, and I mean if you've got those I, I can't I don't know I'm just putting it out there I can't imagine that like a line of bitters is that far behind or like all these sort right, of like right, right. The, there's yeah. lots of this sort of stuff so it feels to me like you know you're really um, you know the this the sight line is far and you've got this wonderful they've got such a great crew here uh, working and you've got such a great vision it feels like yeah. I appreciate that yeah, yeah. It's, I mean we'll see for sure like the the Barsha project is um, you know it's been such a cool experience it's from from you know Brent and I like kind of you know, doing the process of, of working with the distillery and then, you know, coming and doing the tasting with the, you know, the, the, the LCBO and all that stuff and the development of the recipe and, and doing bitters on the huge scale that we need to do it to be able yeah. to do this, you know, and, and just like choosing bottle designs and all that stuff. It's, it's you know, it's been super, super fun. I mean, the sure. nose, nose on this is really fantastic. Cause it, oh. it, it, as he's mentioned, it's uh, old fashioned with an opinion. It, uh, yeah. it doesn't smell like an old fashioned. As you, right. Like you said, the herby notes that you, that you bring in through is, are really there. And I love that herbacea. And that, I think that's why, like, for, for me, Bar Chef has always suited my palate quite well because I like that, like, the sort of, like, herbaceous, like, the piney, like, balsam, like, all those sort mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. Um, those are really right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. And cool. I've noticed that sort of a thing for me. So I think that's why I'm so drawn. Like, when um, I was telling Frankie before we started um, that my husband is a huge fan of this cocktail from way back in the day yeah, called yeah, the yeah. Newly Fashioned. And so, like, I made rosemary bourbon. Um for him, so I just like you put the rosemary in the bur- bingo and yeah. shake it up a little bit every once in a while. It doesn't take that long, uh, and, but th- at that on its own, like he loved to like make the cocktail with it. Yeah, I don't know if it was exactly the same as you, like yeah, no, Trent's no, no sure Frankie, yeah, but um, so it, it, yeah. But I was like, oh, I just really like this rosemary bourbon because it's cool. got that sort of like herbaceousness, which I yeah. sort of find is is almost like that link between a lot of your cocktails like it's there yeah, like it, whether Every it's in the floor in the yeah. foreground or right like sort of under there somewhere it's yeah. always there and for me that's why I keep coming back cool yeah, no I, I appreciate it. that for sure yeah it's, it's uh, awesome I mean it's a definitive you know style for sure like it's mm-hmm. we definitely do have a, a different style to the craft but 
I mean, it's you know, it's that complexity. Like for me, this is how I, I like I. This is how I sip this. Like yeah, right. room, room temperature, room temperature. Out of room room temperature. Room, you know, ISO or wine glass. Yep. Like this is how nice. to like for oh yes. And still tasting this, like every time I taste it, I always have a, a, a tiny little sip before service just to be like, you know, yep. this is like, I'm super proud of this, this yeah. bottle. Like this liquid mm-hmm. is like, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I feel confident and comfortable with Good. people sipping this at home because it's, it's a true representation of what we do here. I, I like, I like so, that you said that, like that you like sipping it neat and, yeah. uh, cause I've, I've had this on ice as well and I think it just brings out, it, it kind of chills kind of yeah. the. The strange, like it chills it a little bit, which is nice. But I, I do, I've never had it like this, and I think it's just great. What this a wonderful great. way! You know, some people, uh, you know, like the thing is, and this was something that I took into consideration as well. Like when you know, when coming up with the proportions, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm, I, we're, I, like, I'm not there. Like you have someone purchasing this in, mm-hmm. uh, in you know, where, where, wherever, where Port Port Hope, let's say, sure. or something yeah. somewhere, and you know, they just pick it up and they go home, and then you know, they they pour it in over ice, and you know, it needed to be able to stand up to that presentation as far as you know, mm-hmm. sitting on ice for a bit, incorporating mm-hmm. some water. Because I, I still need that viscosity, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I was super super excited for people like yourselves mm-hmm. to sip on this and, and break it apart as far as you know, like the nuances and the complexity mm-hmm. and the viscosity and mouthfeel, because mouthfeel is such a huge element of what we do here at the yeah. bar mm-hmm. with our style of cocktail, mm-hmm. like incorporating accent liqueurs and, and, and syrups. As, you know, that wasn't being done back in the day in 2008. Mm-hmm. You know, that didn't happen. So we you know we started incorporating that approach because viscosity is such a key element in a properly balanced cocktail. And it's a good point. I mean, you're not... Every cocktail here has... I mean, you, to your point, has a very similar f- flavor profile from that viscosity, from the mouthfeel. Like, all, all of our herbaceness, I think that was a great way of putting it. Signature. Um, yeah. It's a signature style throughout the, throughout the, co- throughout the uh, uh, cocktail program here. You don't see that in a lot of other bars, necessarily. You see, like, okay, this is a, you know, a whiskey sour. Right. You get it. Manhattan, we get it. Old-fashioned, yeah. we get it. But here, there is a commonality through the cocktails. Even your classic cocktails share those elements just a little bit more maybe more of a hint of it but they're there right. yeah yeah for sure yeah no, i love that that's yeah I and mean, that's that's what we're all about i mean you know it's it's key because those those accent liqueurs and those syrups are what give the 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 ties the bitters yeah to the spirit base right? yeah so because the bitter style that we do here being so spice forward is you know there's elements of you know caraway there's you know like touches of cinnamon and the star anise and all that stuff ties together with what we're doing with the accent liqueurs which tie together with the aromatics and then you know the, the the modifiers as far as like vermouths and fortified wines, etc. So everything is done with purpose, uh, you know, and it, it is that kind of bar chef style, you know, incorporating things like the darker spices and things like that. And so yeah, I mean, it, it's a it's a different way to approach the craft, which is you know what we're all about for sure. Are you just like a total nightmare at the grocery store? Are you the guy that picks up and smells everything and like just like every, you're just no, no. all over it? Like. No, I mean it's it's a, it's a this coriander is not coriander yeah. enough. Come on. Yeah. No, like, like one of my favorite things, uh, like Kai and I, my son and I, what we do whenever we go to the grocery store and we get carrots that ha- still have the stems on, yeah. and we just rip off the stems because we're yeah. gonna buy the carrots anyway, right. so we can do that. Yeah, yeah. we rip off the stems and we just smell the the branch, like the stems, because yeah. they smell so prevalently of carrot. And like yeah. that's something I've instilled in him uh, since he's been a baby is like to really appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, cuisine and and you know fresh herbs like rosemary and lavender and all these things. So I mean, it, it, my son has an awesome palate. Now. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. He literally, because one there was one time I was doing a morning show and I brought stuff uh, home that I was gonna be taking to the show the following day and I had uh, patchouli syrup and cacao bitters and all this stuff and uh, and he tasted the patchouli syrup and he's like, 
And this was years ago too. Mm-hmm. Like he's 11 now. This was probably I'd say about five years ago. So he was like seven or yeah, six or seven, six probably. And he tasted the patchouli syrup. And he's like, this would go excellent with cacao. Oh, I'm like yes, <laughs> yes. I'm like, that's my, my boy. What the? Right? That's and, amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yes, dude. that's amazing. Totally, and it's that's so amazing. true. It's so accurate. Like we, I use that pairing still today. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like nailed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got a job as soon as. It's legal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's no, it's awesome. cool for sure. That's so what do you guys great. think? You like the liquid? Uh, yeah, this is yes. wonderful. I'm um, super excited. This is the first time I've had it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. you were saying. Okay, cool. This is great. So this you is, down? I yeah, would you have like this. It? I would always have this around. I'd have this kicking around. Like I'm a know. lazy cocktail maker. I just right. want to put this right, right in a glass. and yeah. I'll be done with it. Yeah. Done. Like to be able to have this experience at home, like literally just yes. like open it and uh, and just pour it over ice or sip it neat, you know, or even like stirred and then you know strained into a coupe glass is you know. Well, oh, I, so nice. I love that. Like this is like. I uh, mean, like I might put a garnish in there because I, yes. if I felt fancy. Right, but. a little bit of a little bit of uh, <laughs> garnish. No, orange zest. You I don't know. Yeah. There you orange go. Oh, oh, here well, we thinking, go. So what's going on here? I was like, is that a snack? Yeah, or like... <laughs> well, we were gonna do the traditional uh, traditional style, but I'm just I just want you guys to experience the the yes. content with the aromatics of the orange Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. Like just, I mean, the element of the. Oh. The flavor profile. So the toasted chamomile component was actually uh, so how that came came about was I was doing a, a component for one of our modernist dishes called the clementine and chamomile, and I wanted to make a chamomile flavored isomalt. Right? Yeah. And so isomalt uh, is a sugar substitute that uh, that allows you to create different phases of basically sugar work. Right. So. I feel like I lost a whole bunch of science in three words there. (laughs) Take me a step back from that. So so isomalt, basically, you have to bring it up to about 140 degrees to start the reaction process of getting it to the point where you can actually work with it. And so in order for me to do a chamomile-flavored isomalt, I I threw in the dried chamomile flowers into the isomalt and brought it up to temperature. And because it was so hot, the isomalt was so hot, it started to toast the chamomile flowers. And when I smelled the toasted chamomile flowers, mm-hmm. I was like, literally like, whoa. And then I tasted the isomalt component and it tasted of the aromatic of the toasted chamomile. So it's like right away, started toasting chamomile and, and working with it as an infusion. Uh, and then we, carded, we created the uh, chamomile and saffron bitters, which are basically what, what gives this, this cocktail huh. that complexity in that, you know, so yeah, it's, a, it's a, but it, I mean, it's such a definitive flavor profile too. You can't mm-hmm. describe that flavor. Like yeah. I've never tasted anything like that, that I have the bitter actually here too. We have it right here. And so, so this is available at the LCBO and, yeah. and you said it's starting to sell throughout Canada as well. It's, yeah. So it's out East right now. And then we're working on, uh, working on everywhere else as well. So yeah, there's some huge it's press. The United States. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, we've, right. Uh, That's yeah. the only answer we get. Yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe. Go. I don't know. You never know. Not in my head and said right that's but I can't right. say anything I mean that's that's, that's amazing right. no this is really we'll uh, keep an eye out and there's yeah. some huge press uh, coming out on it in, uh, in, a, in a couple months too which uh, which I can't say but uh, huge huge, huge press like you're super excited about it super 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 stoked awesome. like it's uh, it's gonna be huge oh man no Whoa. I mean it's, it's cool right because you know and the coolest thing is too about this is you know in the in the states and in Europe there's other like you know bottled cocktails you can right. get like a bottled old fashioned you can get a bottled Negroni you can get but it, 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 as far as like a uh, um, like that, I don't want to say craft, but artisanal kind of mm-hmm. you know mixology kind of approach yeah. yes. to that you know bottled cocktail. Yep. This is still it, yep. it's all doing its own thing. It's For not sure. a safe you know old yep. fashioned like we're saying. It's 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 very bar chef. It's you know incorporating that very you know specific flavor profile. So that's so, it's so funny because what we were talking about um, a long time ago what the uh, the drink of our sort of like youth was and mine was 
bottled Cosmopolitans, like Smirnoff yes. made like a free. Oh, that's right. Definitely. That was a hangover up. and a half, those you know, Smirnoff ones. Oh, I man. Mean, maybe it wasn't Smirnoff, but it was like a pre mixed <laughs> yeah, like, Cosmopolitan. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm a lazy bartender. Right, that's fair. So, yeah, this is. Frankie, this is definitely a step up from that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's what I love I about this, it. right? I actually just wanted to like see if we, because we had um, we had a party a little while ago, and everyone brought what they used to drink when they were yes, um, oh that was in a university. fun party. So like the, okay. the things that came out at that party were hilarious. There was there was what was that blue drink? Um, yeah, I don't yeah blue cocktail. Oh, blue. oh it was a blue liqueur. Oh, Rev. Rev, that was me. That was, uh, Rev oh, came a out. couple of people brought Rev. Yes. Rev, Rev was my like. I'm going to the club. I'm going to the club. Give me the Rev. I was oh. like desperately looking for those bottled Cosmopolitans, but they don't that's make awesome. them anymore. So there you go. Yeah, so I think we've ushered in a new era you of know, bottled cocktails. So. I'm thinking. I'm thinking like the whole thing with uh, Cosmopolitans and apple martinis and lychee martinis. They're gonna make a comeback. Oh my god, I can't wait. We're getting. They're gonna becoming like the classic cocktail. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Listen, you know what? I love a good cosmopolitan. If you can make a good yeah. cosmopolitan, like that's they're, fair, they're eh? you know, yeah, like it's fair. a nice, like, it should be nicely balanced. It should be fruit yeah. and like it should. Anyway, this is what I've learned from you, Jamie. Like the cosmopolitan and uh, what was the other cocktail you introduced me to that was like really uh, that I the had daiquiri, a, the daiquiri, the classic daiquiri, the daiquiri. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Yeah, the daiquiri. It's like it's also like similar yeah 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 uh, wonderful wonderful <laughs> drink and it's such a different order you go to a, you go to a like a bar random bar i'd like a daiquiri please and you get yep. like this giant ice drink and then you go to a classic cocktail bar you get yes. a daiquiri it's this like proper proper yeah that's fair that's yeah. fair yeah. would you whip one. up a cosmopolitan if somebody asked you to behind your bar yeah uh, oh there's a pause yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm fascinated I, I by this do, we would not do a cosmo yeah uh, that's kind of been our thing for sure since day one yeah that being said we will do something uh a substitute of some sort incorporating a similar which approach I and flavor love. profile. See? That's okay. the fun that's, that's the fun, fun part. Because yeah. then you can like move beyond. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about going to bars and what I've learned and now being in the whiskey industry, the whole thing is when you say like, okay, this is my try tested and true, this is what I love. Yeah. And a bartender goes, Okay, cool, but yeah. I got you. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna do yeah. something a little different. Yep. And that's how like your palate evolves and that's how like everything evolves and that's basically why I ended up where I am. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. some bartender once said like I know you like that, and you've had a million of them. Cool. Great. Yeah. And but we're gonna go a step further, or cool. we're gonna see where we can take that. So, yeah, that which I think is awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, key for sure. That's what for the sure. whole thing is about. You know, that interaction, developing that relationship for sure. I mean, that's what makes it you know so special here with you know because we do have these people that are coming in that are super excited. You know, like taking photos and taking photos yeah. of the menu and taking photos outside with the sign and mm-hmm. stuff. Like that's so that's crazy. Awesome. It's yeah. that you know, it's that interaction. It's that you know, that, that's what this industry is about. Yeah. You know the hospitality industry. It's you know, yeah. do it love. Yeah, man. Uh, what do you what are, what are your recommendations for new bartenders coming in? Because like, I mean, I, like, what's where would you? Where would you take their career at this point? Where would because right. a lot of a lot of has been done right now, like as far as classic cocktails, this and that. Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of cocktail bars are trying to find their own voice. So what would you what would you recommend? I feel like you, you're so much like you're, you're at such a you have such a strong opinion on one side. What's what's right. kind of where would you recommend the story start? Like for somebody so else with the bar. So you mean like if someone getting into the industry? Like, yeah, or has been in the yeah, industry yeah. for a little while, but yeah. You know, I think it's, it's the the key is uh, you know, and what I always you know tell say to the team as well. It's like be, create an emotional attachment to your ingredients. So like for example, if you're if you're reading books or if you're you know if you're learning to to be a bartender, you know if you're if you're dealing with a, a liqueur for example, and you're dealing with spirits like. 
you know, pick up the spirits, you know, sip on them at home, you know, r take notes as far as far as different things that you taste and different things that you think it would pair with. Like, as far as you know, flavor pairing and flavor combinations, you need that's a muscle essentially. You need to develop that mm -hmm. that that repertoire, that 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 rolodex, if you will, of flavor profiles and, and flavor pairings in your mind to be able to properly compose cocktails. So, it, you know, as with a, a painter, for example, if you're obsessed with with painting in particular colors, you build relationships with those colors in order to create that you know very visceral kind of composition it's the same thing with any with any genre mm -hmm. so within this industry i always say to the team it's like you know when you're working behind all these bottles taste them you know taste mm -hmm. them build that relationship with them you know take them apart and, and break it apart and become obsessed with the the colors of your craft you know so for new bartenders love what you do you got to be super passionate about it and and just build that rolodex of flavor profiles flavor pairings aromatics etc and don't be confined to the expression of what's happened in the past in, within the industry you know like you know don't let people tell you that you have to if you're a bartender you have to be obsessed with fucking corpse survivor number fucking whatever oh, I love it. I, honestly yeah it's good advice yeah. man it's good advice yeah, yeah. you know what no, I mean that is like, good advice yeah your own thing you know like, yeah. and, and believe in your expression you know I mean it's it's if you're if you're if you're knowledgeable enough with the understanding of flavor profiles and the way things work then it's okay to you know experiment and, and try and you know put new flavor profiles together that's it. That's great. Oh, that's great advice. Well done. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good point. A lot of the bartenders that, favorite bartenders are emotionally tied to ingredients. I, I feel mm -hmm. that's, uh, and, they, and they go through this obsessive journey of like, it's all about Aperol. Like for the next yeah. three months, this is all I'm drinking. <laughs> and then it's like. Black walnut bitters. Uh, yeah, oh my black God. Walnut bitters. No is, more black uh, walnut bitters. If you're listening out there. <laughs> That's what it is. You obsess about all these ingredients for, yeah. and this is how I think of how we did whiskey. Like you're like, oh my god, single malt scotch. Oh my god, oh peated scotch. God. Oh my yeah. god, sherry finished. Yeah. Oh my god, oh bourbon. My god, bourbon. Oh my god. Yeah. And you kind of like after like yes. many several years, you've yes. obsessed about all these individual ingredients, and yes. you kind of put together a story yep. of yep. what and you like. You know them inside out, and yeah. so it becomes second nature to work with them. And that that's why you sort of have this like lovely repertoire because you did have that moment with it, and then yeah. you're like, okay, I, I'm just gonna file that away, but mm -hmm. like I'm gonna use it sometime. So it's 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 a really yeah. Yeah. Nice sort of cool. Like, yeah, no, that yeah. works for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same same deal, totally. That's See, cool. This is why I can't make cocktails because I'm like, ah, I just make a Manhattan. I'm yes. good. Manhattans well, are delicious. They're delicious. Are I, delicious. I, I find Manhattans are yeah. delicious. Like they that's are. the thing, right? Like yeah. by all means, I'm not I'm not hating on classic cocktails. Oh, I understand. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's I want to make sure that that's very clear that people understand that you know classics are classics for a reason. They 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 cemented particular eras in the the, the craft. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's 2018 now. Fuck. Respect those. It's crazy. 2018, but. Respect the cocktails, respect the classics, but create your own expression. You know, it's like it's like being a, a chef and being obsessed with Escoffier. It's like we can only incorporate Escoffier's approach to cuisine. You know, no, like yeah. absolutely not. Uh, Do your own thing. You know, yeah. incorporate all the new revelations in, in equipment and ingredients that we have access to. You know, like yeah. you know, it's the same vibe in the bar world. For sure. Frankie, awesome. anything else you want to say to our, the, our audience at this point? What's uh, what, what haven't we covered? What, what do you want to? I, I feel First like. First of all, this has been very very fun. Excellent. You guys are great. Absolutely. Appreciate yeah, that. No, yeah. Uh, 
No, I, you know, I just, I mean, you know, I feel very fortunate to be able to, you know, be given opportunities like this where we can chat about, you know, the industry and, and you know, Toronto. I'm so proud to uh, to have Bar Chef in Toronto and, and you know, it's uh, the, the scene in Toronto, the cocktail scene is uh, is awesome. I, I love what people are doing out there. I think it's great. So let's keep it up and represent mm-hmm. for uh, for Canada and, and Toronto. And, and yeah, I just, just, everyone just maintain that passion and love what you do. And if you don't love it, do something else. <laughs> right? That's, That's it. Great yeah. advice. That's great, and I think to be fair, Toronto is very proud to have you. Yeah, so I know. it's yeah. it's uh, it's it's. I mean, I've been coming here for a while, um, but uh, but it's it's very obvious, like the the sort of uh, the the vibe about this place, and, and people talk about it with a lot of, of pride, and we're excited that uh, that you can represent the cocktail culture for yes, us. So I really awesome. appreciate that. Yeah, that is awesome. Very for sure. we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing our thing, for sure. We'll keep pushing. Awesome. We're not slowing down. We'll be first no, part of the world with a Michelin star. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, I'm glad you raised that, because I was yeah. going to ask the question. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't know, is this ridiculous? You, yeah. you're, you're after, you're, you want to be a cocktail bar that you want to raise, you want to have a Michelin star. You're, this is... It's it's a, uh, I always say that. Put it in perspective. No, Canada has been completely ignored on this field. Right. There's not a single restaurant. We've got a lot of great restaurants in Canada, yeah. not just in Toronto, all over yeah. Canada. Yeah. Not a single Michelin star has been awarded in Canada. Totally. totally. Um, and yet we're pushing for one for a and bar. And you're yeah. for a bar, which... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I no. mean, I mean, yeah. serve it, it, me a drink on, yeah. a, on a pine cone. So it's yeah. nice as well, which yeah, you have yeah, already, yeah. which is wonderful. Yeah. So no, t- tell me more about this. Let's, let's, well, let's end it there. Let's end it there. Okay, so it's uh, it's it's very important that uh, for, for us as a team, mm-hmm. we operate at a particular level, right? Mm-hmm. So that includes everything from guest interaction when they walk into the venue to when they're seated to the timing that it takes for you know someone to come over and acknowledge them and bring water uh it's 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 so when i say you know first bar with a michelin star and, and you know i mean we've been we've been hated on on for it for sure which i is totally fine i love I, I don't mind being divisive it's totally fine i'm used to it uh the thing is it's a perspective so it's 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 the idea uh of an approach to a style of execution okay mm-hmm. so when I, when i say like we want to be the first bar with a michelin star Will Michelin ever give us one? Maybe not, but we're going to push to achieve that level of execution. So that means that everything is done with love. So from the element of, you know, the floor, it's clean. It's, it, the guests are uh, attended to in a particular way. You know, we want to make sure that we're achieving that level of execution uh, as if we do have three Michelin stars. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, that's the idea. Uh, and, you know, I, 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 you know, Curtis Duffy, for example, a three Michelin star chef, uh, well, he was when he had Grace in Chicago, uh, came in one time. He was sitting at the bar, and I was I was chatting with him, and I uh, presented a couple of dishes to him, and uh, and he, he said to me afterwards, he's like, he's like Frankie, like ninety five percent of chefs out there aren't doing what you guys are doing here, you know. Yeah. And he's a Michelin star chef, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, it's pretty crazy. It's it's you know, it's you know, we're we're doing our thing, and we're gonna keep doing it, but it's it's more along the lines of of. Rather than us actually getting a Michelin star, it's it's more along the lines of us executing at a particular level of standard of service. I, uh, yeah, one of my favorite documentaries from the old days was Gordon Ramsay's documentary of getting a Michelin star. Yes. That that like before Gordon Ramsay had Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen yeah. Nightmare, oh, okay. he he did a whole thing about his restaurant getting achieving a Michelin star, wow. and it was a whole th- it was a wonderful wonderful yeah. series. Yeah, uh, and it's it is you're right. It's, there's so much more than the food, but the food has to be excellent, and yeah. then the service and yeah. glassware. You you can't have plates that last yeah. more than a month or something. Like yeah, it's no, it's a totally, it's sure. a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's an approach. It's a, you know it's it, but I mean. 
mean, like with what we're doing here with the team in the back, like as far as like in every single glass, like polished to a particular level, and you know, yeah. it's just it's. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's we do out of you know because Brent and I both come from a background of fine dining, uh, you know, like with 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 rain and with other places that Brent's worked and myself. It's like it's that element of uh, of the hospitality industry and just making sure that when when a guest walks through those doors and chooses to celebrate with you or, or you know like you were saying you came in for that huge moment mm -hmm. of your birthday, mm -hmm. like you're, you're, there's millions of places you can do that and you chose you mm -hmm. know bar chef you mm -hmm. know that's huge so we we don't take that for granted so we want to make sure that we give the ultimate you know service nice. awesome awesome well awesome. this was great thank you so much for thank being you, with Frank, us so today much. of course of course awesome. no it's a it's been Come a pleasure to anytime be here. i love yeah. being here as your restaurant's opening this is like you, you open it about an hour from now people are walking around here it's wonderful <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. yeah. what is friday today friday yeah friday it's gonna be yeah, busy night friday. Kick off. yeah uh, that's right super random. six o'clock boom that's people awesome. are coming in that's amazing that's um, awesome yeah um where can people find you on the social media uh okay so we have uh at uh, on instagram at at uh, bar chef toronto mm -hmm. and then my my own one is uh, at frankie Soleric, and then uh, we have at bar chef project as well for the bar chef project and pick mm -hmm. up a bottle of the bar chef project and, and let me know what you think i'd love uh, hearing feedback as well yeah. and if you're enjoying it that's amazing yeah. Here we go. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, what's the price point on this? Uh, twenty four ninety five. Twenty four ninety five. Yeah, but we're talking awesome. six cocktails in there, yeah. so I, I, that's awesome. You know I mean? Anyway, it's too cheap. I, I think you're gonna. It's, uh, <laughs> but do you honestly? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I appreciate that for sure because you it's know it's very Canadian pricing. It is very yeah. Canadian pricing because yeah. I was gonna say like you can. I mean, that's it's it's great. I mean, I guess okay. you're competing against the eight dollar mar margarita premix. So yeah, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand where you're going with yeah, twenty five dollars, yeah, yeah. but it, 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 you could charge more for this and I, I, uh, and 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 do uh, do well. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that for sure. I, I I agree with you. I think it's you know it's it's priced uh, very reasonably for uh, you know for sure for what yeah. it is for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, Mark. Where can people find you? on the line M-A-R-K-B-Y-L-O-K on Instagram and Twitter and, and watch Woo! our especially Instagram li live we love video sorry Instagram live yeah, video yeah I just did a couple video, like, I did some for, Instagram yeah. stories yeah I love the stories now. that's what they it's called yeah. I feel like I'm starting to feel like an old man about these things I don't know what they're called I anymore know. it's just like there's <laughs> the Snapchat Instagram that Snapchat was Snapchat's crazy. Crazy. Uh, that's so done uh, is it done? Snapchat's it's done, done. Really? none of us are on the new network are you on the Velo yes I'm on it what? I'm one step ahead Velo? Velo yeah it's a whole new network what is that like Bell and Rogers? it's like no, it's like this new it's social media. Oh Chef my gosh. Oh, oh, mic drop. What? what? Oh, all right, I'm going to clear this out of the way. Sick. Oh, boy. Wow. Wow, we can't leave yeah. without one more cocktail. Nice. There you go. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Lionel. Thank you. Again. The Pear and Juniper. Celebration of Ontario Pear. See? Ah, celebration of Ontario Pear. Amazing. So we have uh, encapsulation. Woo! That's some ice drops. That's right some there. ice drops right there. That's some cold draft ice right there. There <laughs> we go. Um, all right, so we have uh, encapsulations of Perrin Pastis. Uh, these guys right here with a little balsam fir cream, fresh thyme. You have a spruce and chartreuse chantilly. So the whole vibe here, as you can see, there's there's um, those elements obviously of cuisine, and this is a plate, right? It's yeah. a dish, but they're all incorporating alcohol. Right? And so that's our whole thing. So the manipulation of food stuff in a traditional kitchen would be essentially what we do, but with alcohol. So there's a lot of jellification and stabilization, et cetera. So uh, we have uh, late harvest Vidal and rosemary, balsam for cream. This, uh, this brown component here is uh, cacao and caraway, and honestly is probably one of my favorite flavor pairings ever. Like huh. cacao and caraway is the most delicious thing ever. And spruce and chartreuse, and then another one, white chocolate and pastis. White chocolate and pastis is, again, like a flavor pairing that is like, what? Yeah, and then this is an absinthe cream as well, carbonic absinthe cream, and this is a cedar air. 
the cocktail. We have uh, spruce tip gin, perro de vie, fennel and chamomile bitters. This is right up my alley. Yeah, wow. rosemary syrup. Uh, Delicious. This is great. Uh, I'm speechless. This is amazing. It's um, beautiful. Uh, it so is really stunning. beautiful. Uh, w- did you have like a science degree or did no. you? No. You, but, you, but you obviously read up a lot. Of, so do I? Uh, so eat the whole thing. So pick pick up one of those and just eat the whole thing. All right. Yeah. That's fucking delicious. <laughs> What's this one called again? This is the pear and juniper. Pear and juniper. I can't even listen. It's so heavy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna enjoy this as we outro. But that's uh, pretty amazing. Um, so if you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, thank you so much. Please rate the podcast. We've been, we've not asked for ratings a lot lately. We need to uh, if you can rate the podcast. No, if you're awesome. enjoying, go ahead and rate us. Yes, right. Yeah. And on uh, YouTube, if you're listening to us on YouTube, please follow, subscribe, all that kind of good stuff. Um, right. I'm just totally distracted by this. This is amazing. This is amazing. The perfect way to end a, a little a, podcast, a little right? Media, join her for a bar. Right. Seriously. Ooh, right. There we go. Yay. Yeah. This is awesome. great. Podcasting. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>